Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast, and we just escaped once again, although we didn't actually do it the first time, from mm. Alex's bathroom. Oh, thank you, Pat. That was wonderful. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Ah. <laughs> I had so much fun with that. So, like, it was a really cool way of looking back at the room that we've started the entire show with. That's a weird feeling. Which is a weird Ooh. feeling. But with all these, like, and, like, I like that there were all these differences, but there were still, like, nods to the original versions of those puzzles, oh, yeah. which was really cool. Like, we still had to do the maths from the save for how much they'd spent, but, like, inverted in a nicer way. Mm. That was really fun. Uh, it what very changed? creatively Can done. We- like let's okay so we've got all the aesthetics change sure yes. other than the rug it was all the same um okay there was a, the message from the magazine was actually written it was not black lighted Ooh, what was the what mm-hmm. was the original magazine message i have no idea do you remember oh. it was that the oh do you think uh, i remember it, it? under yeah. x yes was that oh the under x yes. yeah so searching through the bathroom tiles which got a nice upgrade Yes, I like yes, then much nicer tiles. We didn't find try and look for a look for a uh, price tag on the new underfloor heating system. That's true. God, I'd love one of those. Except I would never leave the bathroom. <laughs> Change your name um, to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> laundry um, basket was there originally. Yep. What was in the laundry basket? Was it was there change in there? Would we finding coins um, in there? I can't remember. Was it coins or was it receipts? Something like something Maybe money both? related. Maybe both. Yeah, receipts was, and change. It was both. Lots of clothes. There was like <laughs> clothes for both sexes, and you had to figure out, you know, whose was whose and sort them. Ugh. How silly. Ah. <laughs> oh, how fun. No, I I love the fact that you know you guys have commented on that first game over the over the seasons and. Mm. It's like always hovered out there. I mean, that's why it was always hovering in my mind, why I wanted to do a second take on it. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. It's really interesting. So how did you... Yeah, what was your process for doing this? Yeah. Uh, uh, so basically, yeah. So what I did is I decided that if it was going to be a new experience inside of Alex's bathroom, it would be a new Alex, too. I didn't want you to be like caught by the same old Alex. So he'd have to yeah. change in that some way. Fun. And I was like, well, what the heck? He's changed. He's a changed man. Or is he? Maybe there would be that. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, because after all, you're still stuck. Yes. So, but I wanted, I also wanted it to feel like things were familiar, but not. So you would, I wanted you to try things oh, yeah. that might have worked the first time that didn't. I, I did put a lot of uh, uh, hidden things in there. If you went straight for a solution based on the first one, you'd see little messages that would be like, nope, nothing here. Nothing uh, yet. I tried and not the, to do that too much, but it's good to know. <laughs> no, I did, I did another version of the Alex's uh, bathroom uh, mm. convention where I sing the whole... It's the original. It's pretty much the original uh, escape room, but I sing it. And every time I played it, everything that anybody did to the bathroom stayed. So in multiple replays <laughs> of the game, they would find things that they messed up. But then somebody had hurriedly gone through and tried to fix it up so they could get escape from it again. So I love the idea <laughs> of leaving things for people between multiple replays. 
That's interesting. Yeah, basically, this is the second. That's the second time we've heard someone say that. Oh, really? Who else was talking about this? Um, not on the show yet. We've had that off the show. Uh, Tommy has mentioned it. Remember? Yes, you're right. He did about, do that. Like every time someone plays, a little something is like added to in some way. Yeah. Like everyone well, who plays it cool contributes idea. in some way. It's an interesting one. What? But yeah, sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> Well, no, other than that, it was basically I wanted to keep the semblance of the room so you didn't know exactly what was what. But I wanted to keep a plant. I wanted to keep a magazine of some sort. <laughs> I wanted to keep a poster since I love the Silence of the Lambs one. Uh, <laughs> I wanted maths, so I made sure that there was some maths, not too much maths. Yes. <laughs> nice. It was a good amount of maths. I liked it. Yeah. It was, it was really, it was, like a, it was like a bit of a, hey... If you were going to put maths in your room, this is how much you should have done. <laughs> you, did, you did too much the first time. <laughs> yeah, our, our maths was very trial and error Well, my, my maths in the first one. Although and I will yeah, say that in that recording, Tess did take a very long time to add two numbers together. So it's not all our fault that that maths <laughs> took a while. <laughs> so oh, Tess, Tess was in a tough position being the lead off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she First was, person she on her bright. own. Huh. On an entire new genre of escape room game. Yeah. What a guinea pig. <laughs> what, is that an insult? Yeah. Uh, it was the way you said it. Um, there was also, like, you, you had a lot of the, like, the Japanese elements in there, right? Like, all the, all the TV and game stuff mm. was, was from Japan, and the jeans were Japanese, mm. and the toilet was, like, that classic Japanese toilet. Was there a reason you went for Japanese aesthetics? I, I I love Japanese stuff. I've been there three times. Big fan. I, too, can write in katakana. Maybe I should have done that just for you. I didn't know you <laughs> also were a fan. Yeah. Yeah, Bill's a big Japanese person. Um, he's uh, mi- mid-level black belt in a Japanese martial arts, so he goes there frequently to train. Mm, and I also studied a lot of Japanese at school. That, and- too. Um, oh, so- well, you know more than I do. Yeah. You probably know hiragana, too. Oh yeah. Said, oh, yeah. You've I just can't been remember reminding any of my, me of can't my remember hiragana. any of my kanji, so mm. that's always good. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> but yeah, I got into I got into the Japanese uh culture through basically uh anime back in the day. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. fair. That's that's all I, I did. Yeah, and then anime went away, but now it's back again, which is kinda cool. It's back like that. Wait, when did it went away? When did it go away? Well, it didn't go away, but over here in the States it wasn't as prevalent it was huge in the 80s and early 90s hmm. and then it in the early 2000s it wasn't huge but now it's like on all the on that's demand really stations. interesting because the first time we went to the u.s together in 2013 that was one thing i noticed hot damn mango is cheap so we bought a buttload it was so much cheaper than <laughs> oh, it yeah. is here uh everything oh, yeah. everything's cheaper than it is here except <laughs> oreos <laughs> For, for some reason, in the US, Oreos are more expensive. It's the only thing. <laughs> so, uh, when you when we des- when you put this room together, uh, well, when you were redoing the first one, did you know that you were going to do a sequel? Was that the order that it you did it in? Oh yeah, that's a good question. So, I mean, if you're talking about the one where I, I sang it, yeah. I did that first because I just wanted to put. I wanted. A, I misinterpreted somebody's podcast where they were, they said that you had to escape from their voice. And I was positive. 
you, you can search if you want, uh, it, but he, he, he had a, his idea was you have to escape from my voice. It's an escape room from my voice. And I'm like, oh, I know where he's going with this. And he did not go in the direction I thought. And I'm like, oh, missed opportunity. If you're going to do it that way, you have to sing slash speak slash force somebody to listen to your escape room narration. And they want so badly to get out of it. <laughs> escape from your terrible, terrible narration. And, and I'm like, I can't just invent this new format and make a new escape room. It, it's like two things at the same time. So I wanted to go back to the simplest thing that worked the best. And I'm like, why not go to the very first game that I ever heard on, on Escape the Podcast show? Because it's tried and true. People have heard it. If there was problems with the, the room, you know, I would have heard by now. I've run it so many times. I'm happy with it. So that's why I picked that one. It wasn't because it was like, oh, I can go back to the first one. They're going to love that. But when I <laughs> wanted to run, it didn't hurt. But when I wanted to run something for you guys and I got the opportunity, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do both at the same time. Now I don't want to revisit a bathroom and sing it. <laughs> but I started to do all the puzzles for it. And then I went, wait a minute. What if I took the singing out? Are the puzzles still good? And I took all the singing parts out, all the puzzles that had to do with singing, all the gates that you had to break through by figuring clues from the singing. Took it all out, played it myself in my head. It worked like a charm. Wow. And it did. It worked really well. I, I had a lot of fun. I got a little bit scared early on because I thought there was so much to do. I got really like, oh, I don't know... It, yeah. I feel like I keep uncovering new things that require. So I keep looking for solutions that I find more puzzles. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I was a little worried, it, but it, it varies well. depending on the room. Sometimes when you do the observe everything that you can first, sometimes that leads you to narrow it down as to what things you've got to do first, and sometimes you just keep finding pieces. Mm. So yeah, at first it felt like it was going to be that. Oh my god, which thing do I look at? There is so much like, here. If well, you compare it to Nick's room at the start of the season where we did a full search of everything and it all funneled into one yeah, spot, exactly. which is the starting spot. They're Whereas very this, different. every time we searched, we kept opening it up the new avenues. It was a momentary panic. And going, oh, there's like <laughs> now five spots to go to. What should we start And yet with? it worked and it narrowed and that made it more of a relief when you hit to, when you were narrowing it down towards the end. Mm. Yes, yeah, it had this real, Whew. the whole room felt like it slowly which is funneled cool, down into You talk about how you point. like editing like that. Well, yeah, it's great. It's, 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 it has like an inbuilt pacing to it and an inbuilt um sort of uh like acceleration of that pace it's a snowball where it's exactly it snowballs into this final solution which worked really well so that we started off going oh my gosh there's i've got this and this and this and this and this and by the end it just sped up and it ramped up as we got rid of those mm. extra little things and we solved parts out at the side and got closer to the center and just tunneled yeah, into that final thing it, pretty it, much. Felt, it had a really nice pace to it i was really <laughs> impressed by that well, then I will never admit that there is an entire other half hour of puzzles that I quantum removed. <laughs> no, you have to admit that because it shows you made the right call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the magazine had an entire other puzzle that roughly ticks in around 20 minutes. So. Oh, wow. What? What, was, what was that? Can you give us a rundown of how that puzzle would have gone? Oh, it's a beautiful puzzle. I want to use it again somewhere. Uh, it, Ooh, okay. it basically, it basic, well, no, I can give you the gist of it. It basically, if you, if you got uh, there, you would find there were pictures and there were articles, but you don't know what order they're in. So you have to marry the picture to the right article. And you knew the first letter <laughs> of the article because each article was a different container in Ceramic Containers Quarterly, which, of course, is, you know, a reference to the mm -hmm. interestingly mm -hmm. named original 
So I was making fun oh, yeah. of that while at the same time making it a puzzle. You literally had to read through the article. That's fun. Marry the photos. But the thing is, you didn't know which photo went with it, which until you slowly go, oh, this has to go with that. This has to go with that. And then that mm. was going to be another password level to get out of the room, which oh. I play tested this with and without that many times. Sometimes it clocked in well under an hour with that, sometimes well over an hour with that. So it was there hanging out in case I needed it. Cool. Well, I've, it had that feeling because there was a moment when we first found those um, articles, you mentioned something about like wanting to find the original magazine they were from to mm. find out more about them, but then we still got a message mm. from them. Mm. And then later on when we found that magazine I, and, and you know, had the note mentioning, oh, I only read it for the articles, it felt like there was going to be a puzzle there and, then it, and, it, and it didn't end up being there. Um, well done. Which I, is interesting. No, you, it's like I, that I, didn't, moment, you, I didn't pick it, so yeah. It's like when you do a real escape room. I don't know if you've, if you've ever experienced this when you're like playtesting and designing and knowing things get cut. Every now and then you're doing a real escape room and you find some mechanism and you go, there used to be a puzzle here. Like it's this was rare, clearly but... a puzzle at some point. I remember we did a room yep. in, in LA we did the, when we did a magic-themed room there mm. and there was this big display section, which was like a four-by-four four grid of objects on display. With different coloured lights yeah, on them. Yeah, with different coloured lights on them. And it never, we never did it. We never interacted with it. We never, it was just set dressing. And it had such a feeling of this it was so... It so puzzling. This was a it puzzle, I'm so sure. It had to have been sure. something. Um, and we found one, I remember when we were in, uh, at Crux Escape, we found one where it was just like... Just a teeny, just tiny this thing one. where we pulled it off the wall and it had like a container inside. And you go, oh... This has nothing in it. I wonder if this was a puzzle at some point. I don't point. know if we fi if we figured that out or if we had to be told, yes, this was a thing that made it slightly harder before because it was just a slight difficulty gate yeah. rather than a puzzle that was Anytime you out. find a lock that's already unlocked in a room, you think, I wonder if at some point this was locked. Yeah. <laughs> and then they stopped locking it. So it's all these, and, and I think there were a few of those there with the, with the magazine. There's like a hint of, oh, that feels like there could have been a well, puzzle see, there. see, now we're at an interesting point where it's not like, like often when you do that, it doesn't take up your attention, so it's not a bad thing. Oh, it wasn't bad in this case. And either. in this case, it's just it's got an extra cushioning because it's a reference. Mm, yeah, so, so it can just be there exactly. completely referential. That's hundred percent why I didn't notice. I went, "Oh, you making references at me," <laughs> and then I looked somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's what it's the same thing I do when I run roleplay games or LARPs. Uh, you, you adjust for time, and if you start to feel that Absolutely. time's running out or, or that attention or interest is flagging, you just mm. cut entire sections of your LARP or your roleplay game, and they'll never know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great leadership skill at it. Yeah, and it's a really, it is a really good skill to know when to cut and when to add those things in on the fly, um, and it worked out really well. Did you have the capacity in this, say we were zooming through it and we had gotten to that... Uh, pedestal thing and there was and we were half an hour in would you have been able to still add a puzzle in or had we sort of already done it because oh. we'd organized those things no 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 you there was a whole other puzzle that is just sitting there waiting oh lovely <laughs> so really we failed we were wow. too slow oh no we were too slow to get the full experience <laughs> if you were too slow so were half my play testers <laughs> we were all too slow um well, that's really cool. There's, I think we always go a little bit slower in these because it's still trying to make radio. So we have to stop and like be like, oh, look at this. Let's talk through this. So let's, let's oh, definitely. be here and, and, and chat about it. And, um, well, I tell you, I, the original Alex mm. game that I ran through at that convention, 
when mm. my friend pulled me off into a room and said, hey, let's do this escape room role play, he did that at 3 a.m., and I was just about to go to bed because <laughs> it was a five-day convention. And I'm like, I, I want to get to bed so I can do more games tomorrow. And I'm like, what? An escape room? I don't really do those. Oh, it's role play? I like that. And an hour <laughs> and a half into it, I was just entranced, completely awake. Maybe it was the only one that was really keeping pushing trying to solve that room. <laughs> so, I mean, a good game will wake you up. Mm. Will we'll get your attention going, even if it's long, even That's if it clocks in way over an hour. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. true. That is nice. And have you noticed? I haven't yawned in quite some time. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> Danny only got up two minutes before this recording, yep. and that's not a joke. Um, and so, yeah, look, look, I had heaps of fun with it. Danny, was there anything that you did that made you feel especially smart or, or that you enjoyed while playing through this room? I mean, working out two fifths of 400 pretty quickly, I liked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well done on the video, on the, on the video game toilet connection. Oh yeah, the button. Yeah, but it had the button. I know. I know. It was beeping. I get it now. I'm glad I called what the video game was before it turned on because I was just (laughs) waiting for that because we needed a source of sunlight and I was like, this is gonna have a big sun. All I want is a sun shining out from this TV screen because I was just because when I because like it's that cool mix of as soon as I knew the TV could go all the way over to where the plant was. And then we found the plant that needed light. I was like, ooh, I wonder if we can get... Like, in the back of my head, it was, I wonder if this TV is going to get the right light for this plant um, compared, like, to make it start going. And so when it finally came together, I felt so happy that this thing that had been sitting in the back of my head the entire room was true, which is great. It's just a really nice feeling to be like, mm. that's right. I, like, I, was, I had that the right nice. idea. Like, it was just there. It's almost like when you, th- when you see something in a real escape room and you can't tell, but you just see, I reckon there's a secret door there. Yes, yeah, it's that moment. It's when you come into a room, you see the, the bookshelf and you go, I'm waiting. I'm watching your bookshelf. I'm waiting. I'm waiting until you open. <laughs> so it was a re- that, I, that I really loved. Um, but, is is there no. any part for you, Pat, that was like you, you, you feel the proudest of in the design of this room? Is there any kind of standout thing for you? I, you know, I do. I, I like the wings. That was the very first puzzle that I wrote. <laughs> that was the good. Wings was was the good. wings was good. The moment we, you, you, like, we got that the band was wings, I was very happy. I thought, <laughs> that's lovely. And of course, why did we think Remain? Why did we both have Remain? I don't know. It was just <laughs> terrible. I just wrote down wings. So did I, but I had the and word we just remain had like, in my oh, head. wings remaining. We just translated it in our head. <laughs> like we were in, and when we looked at the wings, we were like, there's this many left and this many right. We set ourselves up for <laughs> failure by just not paying attention to ourselves. Oh, I enjoyed uh, what we did with the money. Like you immediately went, oh, cool, let's discount these ones because of trade. And then we had to fix that up and go, no, let's get rid of the pants because they mm. weren't part of the hobby. Yes. So yeah, I, I like that interaction. And what was cool about that is one is, I mean, we attempted it very half-heartedly because it's so clearly wrong because yeah. there's too many digits, which is really smart that, like, when we got it correct, we felt right. We yes. knew. It was like, all right, that's the code. Assuming that the maths And when we got it wrong, correctly. we were like, yeah, yeah that it doesn't didn't quite feel, feel right, right yet. And, and so we didn't feel bad when it didn't work. There was yeah. no, like, well, why doesn't that work? Because we knew, we knew in our hearts that it wasn't going to work because it was too many digits. And Dancing we were trying to mess with it. the motion sensor. <laughs> it was great. It was really smart. All those, those, the way the puzzles felt was really well put together the entire time. Mm. I, I, I really enjoyed it. 
Thank you. Because they were just some really smart things. The 500L is great. That was nice. The 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 fact that it was you hinted you 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 were very good at hinting uh, in the way we talk about we talk about this a lot where like you you the put in hints wording. with just keywords and 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 like oh well from that height wink wink yeah. you can't see it yes your height wink wink must not be quite the right height wink wink <laughs> there's a height button go on to, you know like that kind of feeling is. <laughs> works uh, you you do that really nicely so that when we like you know we had the siphon and it's like oh you can't actually get it from there to anything that's kind of higher up that's not how it mm-hmm. works like higher up i know what goes higher up like oh yeah oh. It, it was this really nice and you do that consistently throughout the room oh, and nice. i really it was really good it was done really well, well. that's what i love about escape rooms uh, especially the ones that that y'all do where you talk through it uh the role play ones because you can simulate somebody's brain process and you can see that they're putting mm. these together. If they were actually there, they would have made this leap. I'm going to narrate their leap gently. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah right. because they would it's have gotten cool it if thing. they were there. It's super uh, you probably cool do it to a lot. be able it's, to do. Yep. It's very interesting. Like I definitely try and it's interesting to have it done to you because it, it really is nice. It does still make you feel good and... Mm. Yeah, it's a really appropriate level of hinting that leaves everyone feeling clever in the end. Uh, and it is, and it, it does. Like, that's the best kind of puzzle is like, every, like at the end of it, the, the, the puzzle designer feels very smart because they made you get it. Like a puzzle yeah. designer who, who prides themselves on people not c- getting the correct solutions to their puzzles is just a bad puzzle designer yes. because that's a failure in the design, right? Like anyone can make mm-hmm. a puzzle that's impossible to work out. Yeah. I can just be like, if A equals seven, what does Z equal? Yeah. And then not tell you anything about the patterns or anything. Like that. And you have to just guess that Z is actual is equal to A for no reason. Mm. Like, but there is, there's some secret stuff that I hid from you and never told you. That's just a bad design. Yeah. And so the perfect outcome is the designer feels so smart because they made the person get it. And the people feel smart because they still felt like they got it. Yeah. And they did. Like, you still do. You still solve the puzzle. And it's a great And that's a feeling. big part of where the uh, TTRPG style thing comes into it because it's the same sort of lesson there. As the GM, you are not against the players in this. <clears throat> yes. Like, yeah, this a is good cooperative. GM makes everybody happy. Um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. Uh, I, I, look, I had a heap of fun with that. Mm. Um, I, I just really liked the way it all came together. I felt really good. I th- I think it, like it was it was an enjoyable way to look Absolutely. back at a room, and it really did make me want to go back and play Room One again. Really, as well. I don't really? know. <laughs> you sure about that? Well, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right now. <laughs> what were you guys going to do? Uh, you said, had said that you were thinking of doing a look back at it. Did you have a concept? Yeah. Well, so we might. I think we just kind of wanted to do like just a review, just like a bonus episode. Yeah, of just, just a bonus episode review it and seeing how we would redesign it. Mm. We probably should have done that before we played uh, through this. Maybe. Um, well, I mean, hell, we probably the still may could. Come out. We may have done that, and the episode came out before this season yeah, started. Who knows? Who knows? But um, don't we still have potentially? We one do still more have week? one more bonus episode that we want to that we want to put together. So that may be what it is. And now mm. you can now you're now you're like two months in the future, everybody listening to us talk about the fact that we're <laughs> going to do that. Um, but alternatively, is, we didn't bother. Oh, we didn't bother. Sorry, we'll do it later. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just like looking, because it's really interesting to see, because we talk about a lot that it's like the manner in which Danny designs the games has changed a lot since that mm. uh, in terms Definitely. of like what puzzles you put in. And, and, and it'll be really interesting to look back at it 
from with the extra three years of, of design experience that you have now mm. and see how it's how how you would change it or how you would have designed it yeah for if sure done it today I, I can take a look at things even then just look at the very beginning of these notes like i did have a in my other notebook a tiny bit of arrowing for it mm, but this none. is basically it these are my arrows these are two columns oh so you just these made are my two, two paths. paths yeah and ticked them off as i used the things yeah, it definitely that was a different it. approach. So it definitely looks... So we may have already done that. Very and different. maybe people have already heard it. Um, what we'll do is we'll just talk about it and design this room. And for some reason there's a creepy gopher thing. There is a, you have drawn a creepy... Uh, that's a Please, weird. show the creepy gopher. I don't know why it's there. Wasting a page in this notebook. What? That's a Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's creepy. Yeah, it's um, a... Ghost of a Bidoof. <laughs> well, no, that was really fun. Do you find so you've worked on some um some other escape room things? Did you find the process for doing this was similar to what you've done in other escape room capacities, or markedly different? Or how did it feel to make one of these? It's it's different because uh, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can really mm-hmm. control the experience. You can make them feel a certain way. I don't think I could build an Alex's bathroom, you know, revisited that made you feel like I was spoofing on it. You know, you couldn't. Mm. I mean, I, 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 um, I literally <laughs> half, half of this, uh, half of this adventure was, uh, making you feel the way you did the first time as you saw certain puzzles and saw certain references and thinking back, uh, <laughs> it's a totally different feel. I don't know if I would want to do a normal one. I think I would only want to do Reaction ones. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, so, for example, the one where I sing it, it's it's making fun of it. I mean, not making fun. It's still mm. playable, solvable, and enjoyable. But it's a twist, which yeah. I never do a game in normal. Like if I any game I unbox in like a board game, I almost never play it the way it's supposed to be, even the first time. <laughs> never do. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't like imagine if you tried to make a room like this as a real room. You just someone would <laughs> kick the TV screen and you'd just cry. Yeah, true. The kind of yeah, the kind of control you have both in in <laughs> how obviously you can control people's actions, but you can control the tone a lot. Yeah. Because each each object is described with a certain tone. Mm. And it's much easier to convey when you are when you are controlling how all the description happens, how everything is described, how everything connects compared to in a physical space where you can do that with lighting and you can do it with the physical design of objects or, you know, people can just like write notes that are like comedic notes on stuff, but it's not the same feeling. Like absolutely, the tone is less com- like completely controllable. Yeah, I never really talk about that as being an advantage of these, but yeah, you're right. You have control over people's emotional reaction to the things they see because you can basically just say, oh, you it's... see a thing in this emotional context. <laughs> Oh, it's huge. I mean, you can you can massage it as you're going, and if you feel that they've gotten the gist of it, you don't need to expand on it. And if they haven't, mm. you can improvise at the last minute. I, I do improv comedy, and it's so useful in everything as a way of oh, like, yeah. you know, I sense this moment, this meeting, this whatever it is, needs more. Oh, now it needs less. <laughs> yeah. That's great to and be that able to use Just that. Just the malleability of these rooms, because it is always a one on, like a person, a, and it's always run by an individual who can read the people they're playing with and mm. change it to suit mm-hmm. their thing. It's, it makes it really nice um, compared to sometimes you can get an escape room that doesn't gel with how you're thinking. 
these ones you can always try to tailor it to that person. Yeah. Which is really smart. Even even in terms of how much how many puzzles are in there based on how fast we're going. You know, sure. it's it's cool to be able to play with that. Mm. And and Well, I did that at the convention. It, the convention I went to where I ran the musical version of Alex's bathroom and literally I would finish it and a group would be like, We're ready, and I'd be like, Oh, you four. Okay, I'm gonna do slightly different genres of music for you four. I just know. <laughs> And then, like, there was a group where one guy's like, I play the guitar and I have it right here. I'm going to do the guitar for everything, which ruined half oh, the God. puzzles. <laughs> but I, I couldn't say no. <laughs> you can't say no. So you say yes and you roll with it. And I, mm. I fed him lines that he had to sing and he played chords that, you know, I just roll, just roll with it. So it, imagine running a game, an escape room six times in a row over six hours stretch. Yeah. A, you would want Ooh. to change it yourself just to keep it fresh. And then B, That's because true. people are different. That's fair. Yeah, it's That's true. a good point. I've never, I've never had to do that. No, and... you've only ever run every, each game once and then you well, cast had, it off I mean, into no, the world to, of oblivion. Like when going on other people's podcasts and things like that, I've definitely replayed them. And, you know, playtesting yeah. generally makes it feel like the exact same room twice. But, yeah, I need to think more about that because it's not something I pay much attention to, but I, I hope that happens. I think so. I think it naturally sort of happens that mm. way. Um, all right, lovely. Well, thank you so much for writing that for us. It was, in, it was really exciting to do. It was a lot of fun, and it was such a well-put-together room mm. uh, that, yeah, it was, just, it was just absolutely a lovely thing to do from start to finish. Uh, so thank oh, you so my much. Pleasure. Um, Yay. So if people were trying to find you online or see more things you're doing, is there anywhere you want people to look or direct or is there anything else you want to shout out while you're here? Uh, well, I, I do have a website where I'm starting to put up games and puzzles. Uh, they can certainly go oh, there. perfect. It and where would that be? Gamergy.com. So it's like Metallurgy, but it's Gamergy. G-A-M-U-R-G-Y. Gamergy.com. There will be a link to that in the show notes below for everybody. Uh, and you can check out all the cool puzzles and games that Pat is putting together. I'm going to go check it out. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, it's wonderful. in its infancy. I warn you now. No, it's <laughs> going to be great. Everybody, it's going to be wonderful. Go there. Expect sure, nothing have, but I the have, best. I have months in order to put stuff up there, right? Yeah, exactly. This is not coming out for a while. You've got ages. Um, <laughs> Perfect. And for people who are wanting to see more of us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at EskThisPodcast. You can send us an email, EscapeThisPod at gmail.com. We always love to talk about puzzles and get escape rooms and anything else, really. Uh, but we also have a community fan Discord, if you want to go and check that out. Uh, if you don't know Discord, it's just, it's like uh, if you use Slack at work or anything else like that, it's little, basically a little forum where you can chat with people about various things. And in this case, it's all about our shows. It's about escape this podcast and solve this murder and play this game, which is our Twitch channel. Um, so you can get that. There is a link below and it'll bring you to the consume this media Discord. And you can chat with us, uh, more me, because Danny hates talking to fans. That's right. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is can, just going to get more and more grinchy every episode yeah. that you mention it, isn't it? Um, but you can chat with us and, and other fans. Uh, if you listen to our bonus episode, you may have seen the Discord pop up uh, in uh, our second Cryptic Crossword episode where we started sourcing answers <laughs> from the smarter people in the Discord. Uh, so hang out there. It's a great place to chat. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon, uh, which is a hugely meaningful 
Uh, it really helps. It's our major stable source of income at the moment. Uh, so if you want to check, over, check out our Patreon, there are rewards for all the different tiers. Anyone who gives a dollar or more, you can appear as an NPC in a room that Danny designs. $5 donors get access to bonus episodes, including this season's fun series of bonus episodes in which each of our guest game masters helps us brainstorm a new room that we will create throughout the series that will be done by the end, uh, which is going very well so far. It's got an archaeology theme and it's full of digging and discovery and it's very <laughs> interesting. Uh, so you can check that out if you're a $5 donor. There are badges for $10 donors and, and, and other rewards as well. Uh, so check that out. It would be a wonderful way to support the show uh, and support the rest of the community because you're allowing them to get more free entertainment. Uh, so it's a wonderful way to do that. Uh, otherwise, tell people about the show. Spread the word. Turn to the person next to you right now and say, hey, listen to Escape This Podcast and then leave and you'll be mysterious and cool. And then they'll look us up and they'll forever associate you with such a good show. And that's a great thing. All right. I think we're done. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, friends. Thank you, Pat. Yes. Thanks, Pat. And bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.